you're talking about 71,000 screaming South Texas people. Yeah, yeah, it's my backyard, but it's also the backyard of Jose Lothario, my friend. And Sid, he is a legend in South Texas. And believe me, they don't like what you've done to him. Sid, you and I have an understanding. You beat me for the World Wrestling Federation Championship, and you know I don't cry over spilt milk. The problem you and I have is what you do with Jose. And in the meantime, I'm going to take back what is rightfully mine, and that is the World Wrestling Federation Championship. I'm not going to come out here and cry and whine right, like Bret Hart. That, with that in mind, let me ask you this, because Bret Hart earlier, uh, I won't say excuse, because it wasn't an excuse, but he made reference, or maybe it was, it made was. reference to your interference, and perhaps to the fact that you're the reason why he's not the WWF champion. My question to you is whether or not you will have any excuses, any at all, as to the outcome, whether or not you're winning or losing in the Alamo Dome. I don't make excuses. What I do is live my life openly here on Nationwide TV every week. Can any other superstar in the World Wrestling Federation say that? I can come out here and explain every intimate detail of my life. Can anybody else? No, they can't. And in San Antonio, Texas, in the Alamo Dome, I'm going to lay it out on the line. And believe me, I will walk out of that building the World Wrestling Federation champion. Hey, roaches and worms. I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items, searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, play some games, and maybe even a few surprises. I'm still sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Young man in a wigwam like a straw roof, and when I lay down the law, it's the raw truth. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Thrifty, second-hand shopping for worm people. And the heavy fall has set in, which means my car, once again, is filled with water. Thanks for hitting that download button. We have a big show tonight. This is going to be our second consecutive pin show um, we do got the main event here, though, tonight. Uh, before we get into that, I do one more time want to hype. Uh, the night before Thanksgiving is MV Young's A Very Legal Wrestling Show that's happening the night before Thanksgiving. It's going to fe- feature MV Young versus Andy Brown. We got Max the Impaler versus Scarlet, which is going to shake the foundations of the entire building up there in New Ken. Uh, Ziggy Hyam, The Runway, Edith Surreal, a ton more. Again, that's at 880 Fifth Avenue, New Kensington, PA. Uh, I will be selling via Brick Body Kids. There's going to be bands. There's going to be wrestling. And there's going to be vintage clothes. 6 p.m. starts the music. 7 p.m. is bell time. The night before Thanksgiving. Again, it's at 880 Fifth Avenue, New Ken. I hope you can be there. A person that I was 
really wishing that could be here tonight is actually here tonight. Uh, he makes pins and sometimes sells them too, sailing on the vessel known as the Rubiot. It's the pin man, Eric Frankenberg. What's up? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Rubiot forever and ever and ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I always say when I when I put like dumb stuff to start the show or lyrics or something, you are probably one of seven people in the universe that I think probably gets most of them. I'll pick up that young man quote. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we had met just doing vending gigs uh, a little while ago um, at Franken Pins on Instagram. You make pins, and you've made pins for uh, me. You've made pins for MV Young. Uh, you could get some Franken pins with uh, the butt of MV Young on them. The butt pins. But uh, yeah, before we get into the episode, uh, how did you get into making pins? What is your story? I guess I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know how much I've gone into that uh, prior to this recording. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I've, I mean, I've, I've always was collecting pins. Um and then uh, got like a button maker, like the, you know, like a pinback oh, yeah. button maker um, for just like at a, like a yard sale or something. Uh, and Typical. I was like, well, I mean, like, a, <laughs> yeah, it was thrifted appropriately enough. Um, shout out to the Carlo Theater Department's uh, yard sale. Always, shout always out. hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, also got like a Omnicord, like a. 80s like keyboard synth or something that's Did, a, yeah it's so separate, it was either pin, it was either pins or keyboard synth and you went with yeah pins. Well, i went with both if, uh, d- different years <laughs> 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 I, I i just had yeah i just had a friend of the yard so it was like this seems weird i've set it aside for you and i was like oh, thanks and then here we are yeah so yeah i've started making pins and then earlier this year i was like i have too many pins and there was like that uh punk rock th- uh, flea? flea market at yeah. Roboto. Was that this year? That was, believe it or not, that's been a few years ago now. Was it? Yeah. How about that? Okay. Like not yeah. earlier this year. Mm-mm. Earlier last year. Late last year. Late last. At some point, mm-hmm. I started selling them, <laughs> and uh, it was then. And then <laughs> I've been and it selling was like them. that moment. Yeah. Yeah. But it it feels like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. no time has and passed. And it's anywhere between. 12 to 16 months ago. Unknown amount of time. Yes. So at Frankenpins on Instagram, uh, last week's episode featured DJ Lil, and we brought in some pins hoping to catch up with Eric. But this week, Eric is on the show, so we're going to jump in. We have two pins apiece. If you're a a first-time listener, we have two thrifted items or thrifted adjacent items each. Uh, For each item, we have two questions they're a b c and d and d is always none of the above and at the end of the episode these questions that we ask each other we add up the points and see who wins this week and also last week um we don't have a thrifty deity which are highly sought after um rachel um who is on the show often owns both thrifty deities she's won them both she has them hostage so fortunately uh, unfortunately, this week, we're just going to be playing for shits and giggles. You like shits and giggles? Yeah, it's like a training match before, you know, I get sure. thrown to the wolves. But, uh, the yeah, babies. hopefully hopefully you'll be back. and then Yeah, fingers crossed. We'll throw you to bigger wolves yeah. even then. So, without further ado, 
Let's get thrifty. 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 So uh, thrifty. our first item. Um, in fact, both of my items this evening were created by Frankenpins. Add uh, Frankenpins again on Instagram. And both of these were Eric's creation. Uh, the first one I want to go over um, is a 3x3 three three pin of the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels himself. And uh, he wrestled consistently in the WWF from uh, 1988 till uh, 1998. Then he had like a back injury. And then he came back in the early 2000s, like 2002, and then retired in 2010. He still works with WWF, but now he looks like former Pittsburgh Steelers coach Bill Cower. Oh, nice. Somehow. Nice local reference. Yes. Yeah, right? Uh, so somehow he went from the sexy boy. To like Mr. Chin. Is to, that? to Bill Cower. Yeah. And he has Bill Cower hair. Oh, wow. Bill Cower thoughts, maybe. That's wild. Yeah, Bill Cower thoughts and hair. That's uh, it's kind of what he does. I would um, not have guessed that for the heartbreak kid. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh well, he uh during his hiatus, so he was he was stopped wrestling in 98. Um between 98 and 2002, he uh found uh, some form of spirituality. So when he came back, he was all about God and he had okay. denounced his prior life. So he this was no is, longer breaking the hearts. No. Okay. He was now holding them and uh, nurturing yes, them. Yes, yes. Uh, you know that style. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he started in the 80s in a tag team with Marty Jannetty. Okay. Didn't he uh, throw Marty Jannetty through a window? Yeah, through a barbershop window. Yeah, I think I remember that. And that was like his uh, claim to fame. That was the first thing he did. He threw some. He <laughs> threw his best friend through a plate of glass. Wow, and that's uh, yeah, that, that would make your reputation. Yeah, yeah, and and that's how he made a career. Okay. Uh, and then yes, he uh, debuted later on as the sexy boy, uh, theme song <laughs> and all. Nice. And Kevin Nash, uh, known as Diesel at the time, who was also on my wall back here. I was uh, looking over us tonight. Yes. Uh, he was the manager for Shawn Michaels. And then later on, Shawn Michaels uh, became WWF champion multiple times. He went on to create D-Generation X, which was a bad boy stable. I remember that a little bit. Yeah. Do you remember uh, grade school when everybody would walk around and do cro yes. like suck it? Yeah, yeah. That suck was it, suck it, suck it. That's burned into the memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you receive more suckets or give more suckets? Oh, uh, definitely receive because Same. I was just walking around like, what? Where did this come from? And what? Yeah, I, I wasn't big on on wrestling, mm -hmm. and I don't know that I would say that I'm still not like a huge uh, knowledgeable person about wrestling. But especially at that time, I was just like, this is out of nowhere. And I'm getting everyone told to suck it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is way above my head right now. <laughs> and then Steve Austin came along with the middle finger. Yeah, I mean that one I understood a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, quickly needed less context. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I get this. Yeah, um, but uh, so that was the the first pin of tonight was the Shawn Michaels pin. Um, so I have a couple of questions for you that are uh, Shawn Michaels adjacent, but okay. I think loosely, uh, at least one of the two you may be able to get. Okay. So, listeners at home, roaches at home, Eric, here we go. The sexy boy Shawn Michaels is often called the best in-ring performer of all time. 
who trained Sean for a career in pro wrestling? Ooh. A, Jose Lothario. B, Killer Kowalski. C, Tony Atlas. Or D, none of those three gentlemen, none of the above, I lied. So again, it's A, Jose Lothario, B, Killer Kowalski, C, Tony Atlas, D, none of the above. So you could think out loud. So who, uh, like who trained him, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So like when he was a boy. Okay. Yes, his first trainer. Okay. If you hear some uh, reverberation behind the wall behind you, do not worry. It's the heater. It sounds like that. It's warming up. Nice. Yeah. Just a, just as I am. It and gets a... Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I So when I made this Shawn Michaels pin, it, I had like a... I found like a, a magazine of like Shawn, all pictures of Shawn Michaels. And I was like, these are all pin size. This is perfect. But now I'm kind of kicking myself for not like reading it a little bit more before like cutting it to absolute shreds and um making and, money and, on and, it and selling its <laughs> remains yeah um so i don't recognize any of those names they're all very good names yes a jose lothario b killer kowalski c tony atlas d none of the above they're i mean they're none of them ringing a bell but mm-hmm. um I want to go with Tony Atlas. Tony go with C. Atlas. Fingers crossed. Tony Atlas. Now, Tony Atlas was a uh, a bodybuilder. Okay. Uh, he was a black professional wrestler. One of, I would say, the first... I would say one of the first cool crews in black professional wrestling. The first uh, uh, break through the barrier of racism that okay. not only did they still... Uh, hinder that now but imagine forever previous ago. racism yes yeah. yes generations um so once again the sexy boy Shawn michaels is often called the best in in-ring performer of all time who trained Shawn for career in pro wrestling a jose lothario b killer kowalski c tony atlas d none of the above eric went with c tony atlas that's incorrect oh. that's incorrect uh Sean Michaels um, was a Texas native. Okay. And he was trained by A, Jose Lothario, who oh. was a Mexican pro wrestler. Okay. Um, in later years, uh, when they were, uh, when Sean Michaels was uh, coming up on his first world championship, Jose Lothario. They wheeled his ass out <laughs> <laughs> to like present him to the crowd to be like, "This is the guy." This is the guy where he learned everything. Yeah, and of okay. course he got beat up in the oh, skirmish. Oh no! Because you know that's what you do. <laughs> that that would be very dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jose Lothario, uh, God rest his soul. <laughs> May his memory be a blessing. Yes. So that's zero for one. That's zero okay. for one. But we do have. Uh, a second question. Now, you had mentioned that you had a thumb through uh, WWF magazine, and then you uh, s- uh, scrapped it for parts for less. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> and in this era of Shawn Michaels, um, he became WWF champion for the first time. Okay. So you may find uh, these names familiar. So, uh, listeners at home, Eric as well. 
who did Shawn Michaels defeat for his first WWF World Heavyweight Championship? A. Stone Cold Steve Austin. B. Diesel, who's looking down on us today. C. Brett the Hitman Hart. Or D. It was none of these three, none of the above, and I'm lying. Again, who did Shawn Michaels defeat for his first WWF World Heavyweight Championship? A, Stone Cold Steve Austin, B, Diesel, C, Bret Hart, D, nothing above. What are your feelings so far? Um, what are you, what's your history wow. with any of these folks listed? I mean, the first thing that I think, uh, first I would just say uh, a lineup of legends here. Legends. Uh, legends only. Uh, only the hits tonight. And yeah, and I mean, as soon as you said Stone Cold Steve Austin, just it finishes in the back of my head, and that's the bottom line. Because he says so. Is that the guy? That's, yeah. Okay, I'm not like wrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Right. Yeah, yes. It would be it would be funnier if I was like, and that's the bottom and line. And I'm like, was, I don't, I, and I would, like, I have never heard of that. That's Diesel's <laughs> catchphrase or something. No, I that's nobody. That, yeah, you're you're just making that up. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Stone Cold, uh, Stone yes. Cold. I, very, very known figure. He's yeah, one of the, one had of the a, bunch here. Had a real big moment. Uh, okay, and... Diesel. Diesel. Mm-hmm. I know little about. Kevin but, Nash. But I did see him in the Shawn Michaels magazine. Uh-huh. I don't know if I saw Brett the Hitman Hart in the magazine, although maybe I did. That's they, and also sounds familiar, but I'm I'm also might be thinking of like there, like I feel like there's a there's plenty of legends about Brett the Hitman Hart as well, so I mm-hmm. might just be like that is that is coming up is like I'm like okay, legendary dude is also on on the brain, but there's also like a bunch of other wrestlers as and well, and it could be D none of the yeah. above too. Uh, I have while you ponder the answer to that. I have a Bret the Hitman Hart WWF magazine of him on front on the front, uh, like welcoming America Online. Oh wow! AOL. So there's like, like a big shaking hands with the little running guy. <laughs> <or something. laughs> Not quite, but I wish. <laughs> but there's just this big fat computer in front of him, and it's Bret Hart. Um, some of my WWF magazines I got. I went to WrestleMania when WrestleMania was in New York. Maybe three, four years ago now. Okay. Uh, so long story short, obviously I live here. Um, so I took a bus to New York, and I took a train to the stadium. While leaving the stadium, it was terrible because uh, it was WrestleMania was letting out in New York City at two in the morning, Ooh. one in the morning. Yeah. And so the trains didn't have the capacity needed to get. They were those at late nights. So yeah. people were waiting in the parking lot for up to four hours. Oh wow! Uh, trying to get home. That's like a whole other WrestleMania out there. Yeah, That's, it's 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 a different type, right? <laughs> so what I did is I asked a person if I could get back, get in their hatchback back. Okay. So I sat, I sat between that baby space between the back hatch and the back seat. And in that back seat was a cardboard box filled with WWF magazines. Ooh. So as I sat in this person's car in traffic for 
forever. Still, traffic was better than waiting for the subway, so yeah, this yeah. is fine. So I'm just like thumbing through all these magazines, <laughs> and I'm just like, this is like a weird, cool day. <laughs> and like, that person rules. let me have like half of them. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. <laughs> so anyway, as um, someone whose house has multiple boxes of old magazines, yeah, I would. I'd probably give them away. Yeah, yeah especially yeah, if you're giving somebody like a, yeah. a ride in their hand. Yeah. Because their car was filled, but they were nice enough to be like, it is filled. <laughs> but we can... But you can sit on some of the magazines. Yeah, like, yeah. you can get in it. Like, <laughs> So it wasn't... It, it's like one of those, like, the hotel says, like, no vacancy, but yeah. they're just like, you know what? Yeah, if you fall asleep... you in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you fall asleep in the, in the, in the lobby... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to wake you up. Right. There you go. So, okay. uh, yeah, again. So who did Shawn Michaels defeat for his first WWF World Heavyweight Championship? A, Stone Cold Steve Austin. B, Diesel. C, Brett the Hitman Hart. D, none of the above. I'm between uh, B and C because I feel like I vaguely remember that Diesel, Kevin Nash, who is mm-hmm. sitting above us on the wall, they were like him and Shawn Michaels were like buddies, but then, and then there's a big blank, and, and then they happens, were not yeah. buddies. How um, it happens, likely, right? Likely yeah. story. Yeah, I mean, tale as old as time. But I think I think it might be Brett the Hitman Hart. So I, I'm gonna go C, which I think is the one that I the letter I chose last time. Well, let's go with C. A this time, C's. yeah, we'll go with Brett. Brett, uh, the Hitman Hart. Hitman okay, Hart. so who did Shawn Michaels defeat for his first championship? A, Stone Cold, B, Diesel, C, Brett Hart, D, none of the above. You went with C, Brett Hart, and that is correct for a yes. point. Yes. Correct for a point. On I had a feeling you'd get that one. I, I don't had, know why. I had to think about it, but mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I've the Hitman was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, in in the kind of confusing thing about it is, is Shawn Michaels won the championship a bunch of times, so it's quite possible that he. I know he's won it from Stone Cold before. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's won it from Diesel before, but Bret Hart was the first one, and Jose Lothario was there. Oh, yes, it that? all ties together. <laughs> yeah. That's that's some continuity there. So we're going to go on to uh, the second item I have today, and we're going to be moving over from okay. Shawn Michaels to dun, 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 90s Bummer Rock. <laughs> so I, I recognize that one, yeah. Yeah, let's get this going for DJ Lil, if DJ Lil's listening <laughs> out there. it's last Shout out to DJ Lil, who's not here, but last week it sounded like she brought, like, a hundred pins. She like Tons of shook pins. whatever that was. Yeah. I was like, we'll I was like, that's what my house pins. sounds like. The three yeah. of us will get together <laughs> do another pin. I've got more. Yeah, I've got more where this came from. Yeah. So, so <laughs> and uh, I'm always making more. So it's, yeah. It's yeah. Cool. Um. Did you ever make pogs? Were you a pog person? You know, uh, not right now, but <laughs> in the in the day. <laughs> It's That's not my current <laughs> venture. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, I've I've retired Frankenpogs, but <laughs> uh, you know, no, I yeah, in the in the back in in the Pog days, yeah, I I, I was making my own Pogs. Yeah, I was, cool. I was one I, of those. I needed to know kids. that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna be talking about Third Eye Blind, the band. Uh, so it's like a one <laughs> one by one pin. Um, the pin is black and red. And it is the 
uh, semi-legendary in some circles. The self-titled cover is right on that pin. Um, is that their first one? First one. I would one. assume. Yeah. Okay. Wow. As the creator. <laughs> I, I recognized the cover. I was like, uh-oh, third eye blind trivia. Yeah. Not my strong suit. But uh, yeah, I was like, is that the first one? But uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that's the first one. That's the big one. And I'm not like a big, like, well, I like the older stuff better ba- guy band. But for third eye blind, this is true. Oh, it yeah. rings true. The first album that the, the, the album the he made a pin out of, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I think I remember there was like a thrifty episode I was listening to and you were like talking about Probably. Ozzy Osbourne and like Third Eye Blind or something. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, I've got this Third Eye Blind. I was like, Toddy, check this out, I've man. bought an Ozzy off you before too. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Um, and I think I remember uh, this particular vendor event that we were at that I bought the Third Eye Blind pin that I specifically may have even said, do you have Third Eye Blind? Pin? Yeah. <laughs> and I think and I was like, you were like, yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. So, sometimes people are like, do you have this? And I'll be like, no, I've never heard of that. But then sometimes they'll have some left field suggestions and I'll be like, yeah, I've got yeah, that's weird. two variants on that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Um, but they were an American rock band formed in 1993 in San Francisco. Um, they signed to Elektra Records in 1996. And at the time, it was the largest re- uh, recording deal ever for an unsigned band or artist. Okay. In the in Good the for them. Yeah. In 1996. When um, record labels had money and were making money, I guess. Yeah. That is something, huh? Like there was physical. There was an industry. Yeah. In the music industry, like places you can go. Yeah. Even. Like you can, you can go there. Um. So Electra Records was a place you could go, and they did pay out for Third Eye Blind. Um. And, and uh, that so their self-titled album came out in 1997. Um. Already by the second album, uh. Band members were leaving. Steep decline, would you say? Or is it gentle slope? I would say steep decline after the second album. Okay. But still decline on the second album. But still holding on to some of that Um, magic. And again, I hate saying this because I'm a... a, Music I listen to, I like to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, you get the whole catalog. The whole thing. And I hate to be like, well, the old stuff's better if I just honestly don't feel that way or it isn't. Yeah. And I just feel like they they had more here. But as of uh, 2022, they have seven albums. So they've, they've still made together, t- right? Uh, yes, they're okay. still together to this day. In some day. form. In some form. I think there's like two original members. So are we still together? Who knows? I mean, yeah. Um, but it was the album that had uh, Semi Charm Life on. I remember that one. And of course, the ev- yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? that was a famous hook. Yeah. Uh, and that is the song that everybody remembers the band by. Fair enough. It's a hit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so played to death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it fucking rocked. Sure. <laughs> but I will have you know. That semi-charmed life is the worst song on that album. I promise. Oh come on! I, I mean, it's not. It's clearly <laughs> <What>? the best. <laughs> okay. It's clearly I, the best because it made the most money. But I swear, mm. all the other ones are better. I. Mm. 
What are the so there's there's other hits on that one that it, like How's jump it is, be? is jumper on that one? No, jumper's no. on blue. The next jumper's one. on the next one. Jumper is a jumper I like. Yeah. Even though I, you know sometimes it's like a little heavy handed. How's it gonna be? I think I probably do like more than semi charm kind of like. How's it gonna be? Was the single off that? It's record. like a follow up off. Yeah, I remember and that I one. Love that one. Coming on the X, I was like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. One oh five nine. Yeah. 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 I feel like. 105.9 The X is probably, shout out Pittsburgh Radio, yeah. where I heard that uh, most of my Third Eye Blind fix came from The X. Would would be there. Yeah. yeah. So I have uh, a few. Uh, I have a Third Eye Blind question for you, and then a Third Eye Blind adjacent question for you. I'm up for it. All right. So let's see if anybody has their Third Eyes at home. Um, third Eye Blind's debut self-titled had everyone wishing... They had a semi-charmed life. <laughs> what other song on the self-titled record contained the lyrics convince you found your place with the pierced queer teens in cyberspace? <laughs> what third eye blind song had the lyrics convinced you found your place with the pierced queer teens in cyberspace in 1997 i was gonna ask when did this come out 1997 yeah wow i talk about this all the time i talk about this all the time that is way forward thinking as far as like Uh uh-huh yeah or maybe it's backward thinking yeah i mean yeah it's a slur yeah yeah i guess (laughs) yeah i guess yeah we're we're in 2022 being like you can say queer in a positive way whereas they might have just been like this is a this is a slur. Yeah, this is like yeah, a I low guess. key <laughs> yeah. slur. But I mean, I don't know. But when I I just know that's the lyric, and I'm like, that is so sick. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, convince you found your place with the pierced queer teens in cyberspace. That's a mouthful. <laughs> cyberspace internet. Yeah, yeah. Who is I don't. I'm amazed they were talking about the internet that. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. I guess people were finding communities online. Then. Sure. Sure. Oh, okay. Um. So. A, B, C, and D. Where did that, what song off that record did that line come from? A, how's it going to be? B, graduate. C, losing a whole year. D, (laughs) none of the above. It's another song on that record. And I will cast out when I say none of the above. It does, it it is, it includes semi-charmed life. Okay. Yes. So it's I not feel I feel like say I would have remembered that from Semi Charm. Yeah, it's away. not in that one. Um but again, A, how's it going to be? B, graduate. C, losing a whole year. D, it's another song off that record, none of the above. And the line once again is convinced you found your place with the pierced queer teens in cyberspace. Wow. Young man in the building like a still girder. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, yeah, this is this is wild. Yeah. Uh, I mean, shout out to losing a whole year. Who yeah. hasn't been there? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Track man. one on the album is losing a whole year. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's That's a, a sick... heck of a way to start I'm out. I'm telling you, you've got to listen to gonna it. I'm going to have to, am I, it, this is the biggest surprise of the night so far is that mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be looking forward to checking out the, the so first sad. Third Eye Blind album. It is so sad. It's, oh, so, yeah? it's like a sad bummer rock album. I would check Skip that out. Skip Semi Charmed Life. And you're gonna be like, damn, there's like some hurt okay. here. There's some pain. No, I mean it's it's fall. Okay. So that, <laughs> that could that could vibe. I could vibe yeah, with that. Everything's dying. It's dark at it's like pitch dark at five PM, so and that's my vibe. I saw a B like two weeks ago and I was like, Oh <laughs> You're like, buddy, get somewhere warm. Yeah, man. get out of here, dude. 
Um, so yeah. Okay. A, how's it going to be? B, graduate. C, losing a whole year. D, none of the above. How's it going to be? I feel like I, I feel like I heard semi-charmed kind of life. You know, if I heard semi-charmed kind of life like five hundred times on the X, I heard how's it going to be? Maybe like two hundred times. Mm-hmm. How's I it fe- going to be when you don't know me anymore? I feel like that one. Um, would have I feel like that would have jumped out at me, like I know, mm. but I also feel like they probably wouldn't have played that, but maybe they would. I don't know. I feel like would it would the word would queer it, be bleeped out on the radio? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, because I oh, this is a head scratcher. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's it it's like. The head scratcher is, is this homophobia? I we that's don't know. that's the biggest head scratcher of them all. And then the other head scratcher <laughs> is it's you know, is is uh how's it gonna be? Is that like too obvious? Like I feel like I would have remembered. Is that like the You would have remembered the how red it herring, been. the kind of distraction one? Oh man. Graduate. Mm, that sounds like graduation is like a time when people are finding themselves redefining themselves things like that moving on and then losing a whole year i think i'm gonna go again with c just because i like the title losing a whole year losing a whole year yeah um what a way to start out your your major label debut there um and losing losing a whole year um not only is that a cool uh song title but yes it's repeated several times in the song in fact it's the first line on the album uh, bizarre um so a how's it going to be b graduate c losing a whole year d none of the above you said c losing a whole year that is correct yes that is correct two yes. of three convince you found your place with the pierced queer teens in cyberspace now i'm gonna have to check this record out just yeah uh losing a whole year is just about uh just about breaking up And I think that that line was like spat. Like you, 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 you think you figured it out? Oh, he's not like excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's why. Like the context, (laughs) I was, uh, yeah, like you, you, yeah, like you know, like I don't really yell. Yeah, I don't can't remember the last shouting match I've had with a partner, but like I think it's just like yeah, you you think you found your place, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, graduate, uh, uh. Can I look the faces that I meet? Can I get my punk ass off the street? And that's oh, third wow. eye blind. Um, so you got two out of three. Oh. So you got two points. This is a great debut for you. I this is better than I. I mean, I thought I was gonna do all right. So this is about where I was. Um, be. Uh, today was uh, the day that I knew the answer, that I found out the answer to this question. Amazing. So uh, this fresh is... Fresh knowledge. Fresh knowledge about an old thing. Okay. So I had mentioned that uh, Third Eye Blind is from San Francisco. Frisco Bay. And this is a San Francisco question. Oh, my so, sister lives there. One well, of them. Well, could phone a friend. I, I think she is attending to her very young <laughs> child and... That works. Doesn't know much about the area, having well, just moved there from Pittsburgh. Once you hear the question. <laughs> so, in 1906. Before her time. Yeah, a little before her. Okay. She may not know. In 1906, Jack London was <laughs> quoted to say, Not in history has a modern imperial city 
been so completely destroyed. Woof. San Francisco is gone. Why did he say that? Oh, man. Why, what happened to San Francisco? Yes. A, a flood. I think I know this. B, a fire. C, a tornado. D, something completely else. None of the above. Again, the quote is, Not in history has a modern imperial city been so completely destroyed. San Francisco is gone. What happened? A, a flood. B, a fire. C, a tornado. D, none of the above. You could think out loud on this one. I was just surprised to hear the name Jack London. Jack London. Uh, Shout out, right? I was like, oh. The, uh, I don't know who that is, by the way. It's a, it's a, I, I feel like I've read like a collection of short stories or like To Build a Fire, I think is the one that I remember. And I was just like, this guy's like super outdoorsy and stuff. But I also, for some reason, just maybe it's the name London. I was like, this guy's British. Um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <How> <laughs> but, so then I was like, "What is he doing in San Francisco?" That's why well, might. <laughs> but I guess. Not in history. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess people moved around, and, and British people could have been. Yeah, in I San looked, Francisco. I, I spent exactly zero time looking to see who Jack London is. <laughs> he might have just Author, been like a I guy. Think, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, maybe he wasn't British. Could have um, been. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, he just rolled up on San Francisco, and he's like. Holy fuck. This this shit is gone, dude. It's shit, uh, <laughs> is gone. Um I think I know this one okay. because I am a like urban history nerd and I was like there's I think it's a B, the fire because mm-hmm. I think like most large American cities had like a fire around that time and then they were like we can rebuild using modern building techniques and we can make skyscrapers now. Fire was serious then. Like the, I think Chicago had a big one famously. Yeah. Uh, uh, Johnstown, PA had a flood. Yeah. You know about the flood of Johnstown, 36, PA? right? Is that something, like, something that. like that? There's like a, yeah, I think, I think that was. Johnstown, PA is about what, like a hour and hour, hour, 20, some, hour yeah. and 20 away um, from Pittsburgh. And it flooded big time, uh, yeah. hugely. And then everybody tried to get up on the hills surrounding it because they're like, because it was like a bowl. It's kind of like Pittsburgh proper. It's like a bowl, and uh, yeah, a lot of death. (laughs) Yep, not a not a good time. Not really. Um, so you you went. I'm gonna say fire. You went with fire, okay? Because I feel like I've heard the fire of San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Let let's let's see if era appropriate. So, again, in 1906, Jack London was quoted to say, Not in history has a modern imperial city been so completely destroyed. San Francisco is gone. What happened? A, a flood. B, a fire. C, a tornado. D, none of the above. Eric went with B this time. Far. That's correct. Yes. Three out of four. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to root on the fire. San Francisco fire that burnt the whole thing down. Um, but so, also, I'm you know I'm glad to get it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if your mixed sister's, feelings there. Your sister's gonna know that one. Yeah, I don't um, know if she's in the. I guess it's all the rebuilt part. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was. There's uh, two parts of San Francisco. One, the fire be the house that everybody in full house lived in yeah and that's yeah. it really <laughs> <laughs> that's just the two things there that's um, what, yeah do you know how the f- what happened with the fire like what the deal was uh no i'm just thinking of like the the one in i can only think of like the one in chicago i think but there was like 
a f- like a famous like lady her like cow kicked over a candle or something yeah. and then like everybody That's in it. chicago knew her name but i don't know what the equivalent is in, in uh, san francisco the equivalent is it was a regular earthquake but back then regular earthquakes were much different than regular earthquakes now what happened was the earthquake ruptured the gas lines not good <laughs> everywhere like we're talking okay. the whole thing and so San Francisco literally caught fire, Woof. the whole thing. And, like, all the buildings would have been, yeah, like, mostly wood, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Or, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They, you would assume some... More wooden parts than now, I would guess. That's fair. Yeah. That's more wooden parts than, yeah. than now. Um, so, obviously, it's 1906, but I saw some, like, renderings and some, what you think may be some pictures of some sort. Oh my God! It it was, sounds bleak. It was gone. I mean, if Jack London is like, it's rough out there. I believe him. <laughs> and I, I'm supposedly an author. Maybe <laughs> he's like, I, I feel like I've read like, I feel like the Jack London story I read was like, I was just like, oh, this is unbelievably bleak. Yeah. <laughs> so if he's out there, like. Yeah, this is rough, man. And yeah, it's <laughs> I write about this stuff, dude. <laughs> so, look, this is this is my professional gig, and yeah, this is yeah, bad. <laughs> my forty hours. It's gone. <laughs> it is gone. San Francisco is gone. I couldn't have done this, but <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted some motivation to write. But uh. um, so okay, those are my two pins, um, both created by Franken pins. We have the Shawn Michaels pin. We have the Third Eye Blind pin. Um, you got three out of four right. So I will hand it over to your uh, fines, and I will now take the back seat. Okay. Yeah. I will take the f- the front seat, the yes. driving seat. Cool. Okay. Uh, so I have my first pin here of two. Um, this is a 1952 lenticular, I like Ike pin from Pictorial Productions Incorporated. This is um, a, I guess it's about two and a half inches circle. And it's like, so it's a lenticular, which means it's like one of those like uh, kind of raised bumpy things. It's hard. It's really, it's like a visual thing. So if it's you know what to, lenticular is, you know what lenticular if, yeah, is. Yeah, lenticu- <laughs> lenticular fans out there will <laughs> yeah. understand. I had to uh, look that up. But it like, fl- <laughs> <laughs> it like flips between two images yeah, too it's, if you it's move like, it. Yeah, if you look at it one way, it looks like one image. If you look at it slightly tilted, it's another image. So it's going back and forth between the words, I like Ike. And a picture of Ike himself, who is Dwight D. Eisenhower, <laughs> I believe our thirty-fourth president. If I'm, I, uh, I've been trivia. Looked, I would have said thirty-four fifth. Looked it up today, but that's not one of the questions. <laughs> okay. So I, it's leaked out of my brain already. Yeah, yeah. So this is 30s. uh, this was interesting to me because like it is. Uh, made in New York and has like a union like made stamp on the back and I, I was just see that past that, I was yeah. just imagining like oh wow okay. I was just like I I just make mine in my basement by myself I was imagining like going to work at the button factory and being like we have a whole friggin button union and I was like gotta get a stamp it's like my FP stamp yeah my my brothers and sisters in the union we could have um, yeah. I got this from my uh, great aunt Betty, who had um, all of these um, 
Republican campaign pins. Uh, not my style, but, you know. I had uh, a great Aunt Betty, too. Shout out to great Aunt Betty's. She lived in Duquesne, PA. Mine uh, lived in Ohio, Canton, Ohio. Ooh. So. Home, home of the Football <laughs> Hall of Fame. How about that? Yeah, oh. and uh, and my Aunt Betty. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I only went to visit one of them regularly. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Aunt Betty. I'm, I'm not a big football person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, was, anyway, I was one day I was like, oh, man, these are like super cool. Because even like when... Even back in the day, I was like a kind of a pin nerd, but like presidential like campaign pins are like some of the the nerdiest pin stuff, and like a big you know part of I guess pin history. Not that I'm a, uh, big on pin history, but um, but you're I kind guess, of a pin head. But yeah, like if you're know. in if you're into pins, like one of the prime ways of doing pins is for presidential stuff so uh this well, it's also like a sign and a picture so it's like two and yeah. one so you're like this is this is like two pins for the price of one because at yeah. once it says i like ike and, that's and then you're like is. who's ike just tilt him five degrees oh yeah this guy it's just, i like it's, him too maybe it's not a great picture maybe it was in 1952 but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> You ever look I, at pictures maybe we of have modern like, lighting and you <laughs> ever look at your pictures yourself at like 2006 and you're just like that's a good picture for 2006. Yeah, you're like the cameras they had then. Yeah, not bad, are. not bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Ike refers to Dwight D. Eisenhower. No idea how they got Ike out of Dwight D. or Eisenhower. There's not like an there's not actually a K in the name Dwight D. Eisenhower. But um, no. if anyone out there knows about Ike um shortenings uh let us know mm-hmm. uh so uh, our first question this this is going to be dwight d eisenhower trivia gotcha. so hopefully um hopefully you're not very I, well versed or maybe you are i have, to, are get and, of, and I have gonna... to get three or four to tie four, i have to get four to four to win uh, good thing uh, there's no deity on the line or you'd be walking out maybe. I, th- yeah i would have to make room in my car yeah um so here is question one okay dwight d eisenhower our 34th president. There we are. Uh, lived in the White House. I I didn't write the words 34, but, not, <laughs> okay. but I hope it's I hope it's 34. Dwight D. Eisenhower lived in the White House with his wife Mamie, sons Dowd and John, as well as their dog. What was the name of the Eisenhower's dog? Ooh. Was it A. Fluffy, B. Millie, C. Heidi. Or D, none of the above. Those are all relatively feminine names. The dog might be. Oh, interesting. Or might have been. Gender reveal of the dog. <laughs> Gender reveal. <laughs> um. So Fluffy. Fluffy is A. Uh huh. B, Millie. Millie. C, Heidi. Heidi or D. Or D. I've made them all up. Um, I mean, I don't know if it gets this deep, but those seem like all presidential dog names to me. Okay. They all seem like that once upon a time they were a dog in power. What I should have done is, and what I didn't do is look at a list of every presidential pet's name and then just like pick them out. There has to be somewhere, right? Some, I, I think there's... In my research, I found like a presidential pet like website, mm. and it was like, uh, it was pretty in depth. 
They also had a question about Dwight D. Eisenhower's parakeet, mm-hmm. but I didn't put that on my yeah. question. So. Well, maybe next time. There was less information about it, so I couldn't really. <laughs> <laughs> There's more about the, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Fluffy, Millie, Heidi, or another name. Um, Fluffy, as, in, as not interesting as that name sounds, would make it interesting because, yeah, I think everybody was naming everything Fluffy then. Like how fluffy. every f- everything is every fish is now named Nemo if it's orange. Yeah. For the past like twenty years. Um dogs named Fluffy were quite common. Heidi sticks out. Um Heidi definitely seems like a presidential dog named Millie. Um is Millie's ice cream. Shout out to shout ice cream. Yeah, shout out to all a ice cream. Dog creams. favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Depending that's right. on the fa- the yeah. flavor, I guess. Um, no chocolate for dogs. I'm going to go with Heidi, in fact. I'm going to go with, I believe, the dog's name was C. Heidi. So all, all you uh, listeners at home, um, you could clock in now, too. Okay. So once again, for listeners at home, Dwight D. Eisenhower lived in the White House with his wife, Mamie, sons Dowd and John. Dowd. I, th- I think that was Mamie's maiden name, as well as their dog. What was the name of I- of the Eisenhower's family dog? And I guess our fir- our nation's first dog. Um, a. Fluffy. B. Millie. C. Heidi. Or D. None of the above. Toddy has locked in. Answer C. Heidi. And he is correct. Let's go, Heidi. Heidi yeah. the Weimaraner. I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly. I don't know dogs much. Only lived at the White House for a short time after she had an accident on a $20,000 rug in the diplomatic reception room. The Eisenhowers decided to send her to their farm in Gettysburg, PA. Shout out to Pennsylvania. You hear that, brother? And that's for that's for less than you've done. That's $20,000 rugs. Do you have any $20,000 rugs here? I don't know that I have $20,000 at all. If, yeah, d- definitely don't tell anyone if you do, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> put yeah. a Put a big old target on the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, never mind. Oh, also, we were talking about cars before. My car doesn't lock as well, so if anybody ever wants to take anything out get that, of it. Get that diplomatic reception room. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, okay, so I got one out of one. Okay. I don't know why I knew that. I but I felt like I did. <laughs> yeah, you were you were uh did not hesitate. Um Yeah. Now yeah. were the were A and B both presidential dogs? Uh Millie is what I thought Mrs. Eisenhower's name was, so I was like <laughs> I was like wasn't his wife named Millie? No, but, it was uh, Fluffy. <laughs> it, it was Mamie. And so then I was like I'm going to make one of the dogs named Millie. And then Fluffy, I was like, Fluffy is a good dog name. It's, you know. Yeah, sure. Felt like that one was going to be. Sure. Pretty cool. I thought that was going to distract a little bit more. Okay, yeah. here we go. So it did. it did. So Toddy on the board, one out of one so far, looking to do a clean sweep to take it home. Mm-hmm. He's looking to, to take another one home with, the, with more Dwight D. Eisenhower, Ike, to his friends, mm-hmm. trivia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Ike to his friends, was the first U.S. president to A. Be born in a hospital B. Win an Emmy C. 
appear on U.S. coinage while alive and in office? Oh, Or wow. D, none of the above. So, Jeez, what a good question. Repeat it again for this sure. This is Dwight D. Eisenhower was the first U.S. president to A, be born in a hospital, B, win an Emmy, C, appear on U.S. coinage while alive and in office, or D, none of the above. One must feel very powerful to be alive and on money at the same time. Like a like a Roman emperor or something. Some king shit right there. Augustus Caesar in the house. Yeah. That would feel very, very powerful and probably evil. Just be like, mint me. Yeah. I had, uh, I had, uh, there was a Colt, uh, Indianapolis Colts quarterback. His name was John Harbaugh. It was in the 90s. And I, okay. had, an un- I had an Uncle Craig who, for, um, like birthdays or something, he would make a, uh, Jim Harbaugh dollar and he would, <laughs> <laughs> he would, he would draw it <laughs> and he would put it in my like birthday card. And what that meant was that was good for like a timeout with the boys. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> get your Harbaugh bucks out. <laughs> yeah. So he would, and I don't know what his humor was, but I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I so think, when yeah. he did it, I was like, I don't know what the, as a kid, I was like, I don't know what this is about, but I love this. So like I was in with the Harbaugh bucks. Yeah. Okay. So he, yeah, it was like white paper, blue pen and he would just make a dollar bill with jim harbaugh's face on it <laughs> well, and, was it a uh, good depiction of jim harbaugh or was pretty it? good and okay. then it had like the colts logo with the the thing but yeah one of those things would get you a trip to the mall tight uh also, that was worth a lot in the 90s that oh, was the place to be yeah uh one of those could also get you a trip to the 7-eleven in trafford followed Amazing. by the park that is a double up that yeah yeah um, so I don't think Ike was on money, but that would be fun if he was. Emmy is interesting because Republicans winning Emmys as a president <laughs> is fun to think about. I don't know. I don't know. I'm actually, oh boy, I was about to go with D, but I'm second guessing that because there is a lot on the line. Um, I'm going to go D, none of the above. None of the above. I don't think wow. any of these is true, okay. I suppose. I'm going to cast out all of these. I'm going to go D, none of the above. All right, I will reread it for yes. the benefit of our listeners at home. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, uh, among all of his other accomplishments, was the first U.S. president to A, be born in a hospital, B, win an Emmy, C, appear on U.S. coinage while alive and in office, or D, none of the above? I went with D. Toddy, you said D, none mm-hmm. of the above. I am sorry to reveal that Dwight D. Eisenhower was the first U.S. president to receive a primetime Emmy. Really? 
really this was shocking to me yes this i was, was like this was is the to- question was it today when you learned that knowledge it was today yeah that was the san francisco stuff with this me. is some san francisco <laughs> vibes yeah so this is this is my uh my my little rant that i've written yeah. out here dwight d eisenhower was the first u.s president to receive a primetime emmy for his televised addresses appearances on the ed television uh, ed sullivan show and guest spots <sighs> with abbott and costello so he's a five-star general in the army and NATO's first supreme allied commander of Europe and an Emmy winner. However, having failed to also win an Oscar, a Tony, and a Grammy, he is not an EGOT. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to point okay. that out there. All right. So, you know, he's, he's not... An the, Emmy. <laughs> Have other presidents won Emmys? Uh, you know, so. I didn't look that up. I don't think so. I know he's the first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't really TV the, too long before the that. The first so, and last. Yeah, I don't know how. Um, uh, so it, you're probably wondering, who was the first president born in a hospital? Yeah. It's got to be way before that. It was Jimmy Carter, dude. Oh, no shit. Couple presidents after. <laughs> like. Oh, you're saying that. Oh, boy. Like. Nixon, no. Was Jimmy Carter 37? Kennedy, no. Ford, no. Was Jimmy Carter 37? Lyndon B. Johnson. I think Carter was, I don't 30. know. 30. I don't know. I don't know. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy so none Carter. none of the other dudes were. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that wild? You'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, born in a hospital. Sure. Were you born in a hospital? I was born in a hospital. Yeah. Not like that you have to be born in a hospital, but like you would have have probably expected it yeah. to be earlier than Jimmy Carter, right? Well, like, I, I guess I, what I I'm no thinking, idea. I'm thinking of like, pri- like rich people privilege. So, right. but, yeah, but you're yeah. not born the president. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, you're you, not, yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't come out and they go <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why aren't you in the hospital? <laughs> this is the president. <laughs> yeah. It's, but I was like, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy like fucking Carter. That's late in the game. I would have, I would have said way before I was, Born at the Wise Sanitarium in Plains, Georgia in 1924. Okay. Coming up on the centennial uh, birthday, President Carter. And the last one, uh, President Calvin Coolidge became the first and only president to appear on a coin struck during his lifetime in 1926 when he appeared on the sesquicentennial of American independence half dollar. So, so it- kind of did happen yeah eisenhower i think was on a dollar coin but it was after he had um left office we've tried dollar coins a couple of times people really want i i feel like it just hasn't taken off i think i think like what it couldn't have been longer than a decade ago we tried again the gold coins were cool because like you got a couple of them and you're like i feel like uh i'm on my way to on my way to scrooge mcducking it you know could you you could spend those still, right? I think you can. Could you spend two dollar bills? I, I, I mean, I These think it's all legal questions. tender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't okay. know. Yeah. Some uh, most people, I think, just set them aside and they're like, "This is cool." Yeah, that's why I was like, when I got a two dollar bill, I was like, "Frame this guy." Yeah, yeah. frame this guy. <laughs> it's the most money I've had all week. <laughs> two whole bucks. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Um. 
uh, two two dollar givers. You want to talk about my great aunt Betty? <laughs> she was a two dollar giver. Okay. Yeah, she also got me Barney magazine well into my teens. Nice. But I we just didn't That's... tell her that I was. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't she was have like, to. well, I got to renew again because uh, Tony's yeah. still into Barney. <laughs> <laughs> she she might have been w- a little bit worried. She's like, oh, this Barney thing is still going. Yeah, but, uh, no, we weren't really in he contact. He hasn't said anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say no, but yeah, like I would hang out at my Graham's house all the time because um, my parents were just around. And uh, I would hang out my grams, and my grandma's sister was Aunt Betty. Yeah. So Aunt Betty would get Barney magazines delivered, like, subscription-wise nice. to my grandma's. So I would, like, roll up to grams, and my grandma would be like, yeah, the man. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got your, like, Aunt Betty mags. My, my sister's Barney magazine came in for you. Yeah. 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 Nice. As an older woman, like having to. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. That's that yeah. that that vibes. Yeah. Nice. So, Toddy, mm-hmm. you got one out of two for Dwight D. Eisenhower. So I can tie you. I'll you I'll can live tie. With it. I'll live with it. But you will not be doing a clean yeah. sweep today. Ike got the best of you. Today. Sadly. Yeah. Underestimated. Uh, Emmy Award winning. Lenticular. <laughs> Five star general, star of the lenticular himself. Yeah. Uh, Ike. However, um, however, you get Ike from Dwight. Yeah. Um, so, my second uh, pin that I brought in. Here we um, go. The main event. Let's go crazy, folks. This is from 1984, I assume. It is a heart shaped um, Prince pin. It says Prince Purple Rain. It has a uh, prince with a kind of hat tilted to the side. One of his eyes seems to be covered up by a bandana. Um, he is looking a little bit sultry. Um, you know, I assume this was to promote the you know album and film Purple Rain, uh, but really just any you know you pop pop this on your coat and you're disarming whoever you're encountering there. Yeah, even to this day. Yeah, I think this was a this was a gift from a friend of mine. Um, I'm well known among um, some people, I guess, as a big Prince fan. So um, it used to be people would just be like, here's some Prince stuff. But now I feel like Prince stuff is more sought after yeah. now um, Yeah, I've, now that he has passed. but I haven't found a Prince t-shirt ever or like even yeah, close I wouldn't, to anything. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily count on it either. No, yeah, never. Stuff is, yeah, that stuff is gone. So much money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can remember like going into Ides, like uh, shout out to Ides in Local near comic. downtown Pittsburgh, yeah. and they'd be like, "Yeah, we've got these Prince forty fives for a buck fifty. Who knows?" And it's like, "Okay, cool." Do you know that I uh, uh, the guy from Ides died? I did not know. I you know I did that. I did know. Yeah, that. so the the big like local Greg comic Ides, shop here. Right? Yeah, his uh, name. I didn't realize his name was Ides as well. That's yeah, cool. yeah, but yeah, fortunately, COVID. Oh, jeez, COVID. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that before? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I I remember something about that. Yeah. Yeah. A couple so. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That three weeks. Oh, jeez. You know? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, he has passed. Um, I'm but Ides is that. still there, though. You could go. And I, I'm sure they have most of the same stock, except for the, the mm-hmm. Prince uh, 7 Inches that I got. Yeah. The last time I over saw. Over a decade ago. The last time I saw him, I brought in some comics to sell, and he said, I don't want any of them. <laughs> He's like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I got comics. <laughs> we, we have some. 
Um, <laughs> I told him we already got one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I uh, I brought in my Prince uh, Purple Rain pin. Um, so I have some Prince related questions. Cool. Uh, okay. Number uh, three on my list of questions. So um, three out of four, but you know, one out of two of the Prince questions. Here we go. Uh, released on June 25th, 1984, Purple Rain was Prince's sixth album, but his first to reach number one on the Billboard charts. How many consecutive weeks did Purple Rain spend atop the Billboard 200 album chart? Was it A, six weeks? Was it B, 12 weeks? Was it C, 24 weeks? Or was it D, none of the above? Weirdly enough, the number I had in my head was higher than all those numbers. But now that you gave those numbers, I'm going to have to think my number is way too high, even if it is correct. Interesting. Um, so it has re... Yeah. I will say what it is at the end. I okay. will reveal what number I thought the it was. The number you had going into it. Yes. Okay. Um, if, if, you know, if I'm wrong or right or whatever. Um, do you... Do, do you own Purple Rain on VHS or Blu-ray or DVD or anything? I think I have the DVD. Yeah. Cool. I have it on VHS, and I might have a few if you want one. I mean, I'm not going to say no. Cool. <laughs> um, so how long? Six weeks? Was it eight weeks? Uh, so I said A, six weeks, B, 12, 12 weeks, weeks, C, 24 weeks, or D, none of the above. Um, sixth album, which was, I didn't know. I thought it was deep like, into the discog. Yeah, I thought it was like three or four. I'll be honest, three or four. You, I mean, then you're looking more at like the controversy era. Yeah, kind <laughs> yeah. of dirty mind ish. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go smack dab in the middle. I'm okay. going to go with twelve. I'm gonna 12 go weeks th- that it la- it was twelve weeks on top of those Billboard charts. He's riding in on that motorcycle. Vroom, vroom. For 12 weeks. Riding in that purple rain. So, yeah. released in June 25th, 1984, how many weeks did Purple Rain spend atop the Billboard 200 album chart? The answers were A, 6, B, 12, C, 24, or D, none of the above. Toddy, you have gone with B, 12. Mm-hmm. The answer is C, 24. Oh, 24, okay. Purple Rain was the number one album for 24 consecutive weeks and spent 122 weeks on the chart. The album is one of the top-selling albums of all time, ha- estimated to have sold 25 million copies, at least uh, as of when I looked it up earlier today. So there could be a few. Could have <laughs> could be up to 26 by now. Yeah. Depends on, on the appetite. Oh, boy. So I officially lose to you. I lost, but that's okay. The number in my head was 36. 36. So when you had said the question, for some reason, somewhere in my head, I saw 36 pop up. And I was like, let's see if 36 is on At least here. I did it in like six incre- increments of six, you know. Yeah, so, so 24 isn't dangerously different than 36, yeah. I suppose. But when I th- said 36 and top was 24, I was like, shit. I overshot it, or I'm right, right? Yeah. But I overshot it. 
Yeah, 24. I, I read that. I was like, 20. That's, that's most of a year. Dude. That's cool. That's like, Isn't that cool? That's that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was like a big record, but I was like, that is a long time at number one. Like, yeah. That's, that's, Songs uh, last like that's three doing weeks numbers. now. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess there's, there's, just, there's just more stuff going on now, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, nobody's. Are people still buying albums? I, I would probably say no. I downloaded Spotify two days ago for the first time. In oh, a, wow. Since like 2012. Yeah. Um, because I remember Spotify. Yeah. And then I was like, I like YouTube. And then I've been legit using YouTube until two days ago. And what what uh what what broke for you? What was the the push over the edge to download Spotify? Um, I wanted to make somebody a hip hop playlist. There you go. And I knew for sure they weren't going to be jamming on YouTube. And it was just <laughs> and when you as you know, because we're both hip hop fans, like when you meet somebody who's into similar hip hop, yeah, you're like, there's not that much in this city. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm gonna show you what kind of hip hop I listen to. And uh, made it on Spotify, and sure enough, sent it over. I got a, I got a, a, a message back. It's just from a friend, but I got a message back that I appreciated. He didn't use Spotify either. He uses YouTube. Oh wow! So I was like, oh my god! You're I like could've... I could have done the YouTube. Oh. So he's like, yeah, I'll check it out on Spotify. But he's like, gotta tell you, I don't have it. I'm like, dude, we are the same, bro. I'll queue it up for you on nice. YouTube. Let's go. <laughs> You, yeah, you could have been in your, your native format there. Wow. So anyway. Anyway. Okay. But he did like it. Well, that's good news. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I I imagine there was some, some familiar names on that one. Yes, uh, Billy Woods, Billy Young Woods. Man. That's why I've been doing Young Man a lot, because Young Man was on that, Rap for Arrow. Serengeti I didn't realize was there was that. a second Billy Woods album out this year. I was like, yeah, dude is busy the second and good yeah like the second wild. billy woods album feels somehow gloomier than most stuff that he does gloomier than most billy woods projects is a high bar folks yeah <laughs> yeah it just i uh, just yeah billy woods heads out there will, will be mm-hmm. nodding along and saying yeah 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 man uh <laughs> like <laughs> both my, of you my uh. parents <laughs> argument picking up speed in and out of bad dreams you know yeah yeah that mm. sounds like a woods bar yeah uh <laughs> um back to back to our prince um prince trivia folks yeah prince staring onto us with the uh one eye covered by this bandana situation uh of course purple rain isn't just an album as we mentioned it's also the soundtrack to a film by the same name the film purple rain is loosely based on prince's experience in the minneapolis club scene what is the name of the character Prince plays in the film Purple Rain? Is it A, the kid? Is it B, the one? Is it C, the dude? Or is it D, none of the above? I've seen Purple Rain. You've seen Purple Rain. And I've seen Purple Rain in the past five years. Yes, as have I. But probably more than you. <laughs> I would say so. I saw it. I saw it growing up. Uh, I think I saw it one other time with my high school girlfriend. And then I saw it when he died. Watched it again when he died. And then I just saw it another yeah. time. So I think there's been three, four watches total. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, I just do not. It just can't be the dude. Um, 
A and B. You don't B. think there's that Lebowski tie-in? You know, they might have been calling back to Purple Rain there. Could could have been also something he didn't like being called, but they mm. called. You didn't say he liked it. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess I didn't mention that. The kid and the one, I think, are both. I could see all the characters in that film addressing him as both of those kind of. There was a lot of like spats and arguments and like there, fighting. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fighting in that film. A lot of like relationship fighting. Yeah, there's some there's some uh problematic behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you're not like supposed to walk out of there like this prince guy is a role model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh I think he at the time I think he was just the kid. I think it was a I'm going to go with a the kid okay so rolls up on the bike and he yeah it's the kid coming okay Mm -hmm. so again the question is what is the name of the character prince plays in the film purple rain the options folks are a the kid b the one c the dude or d none of the above the answer that toddy selected is a the kid and the answer that is correct. Is also yeah! A the Kid. A the Kid. Correct. Wow. Purple Rain, of course, takes place in an alternate reality in which a club owner watches Prince and the Revolution perform in like a 300 capacity venue and is like, nah, mm-hmm. not good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. This is insane. The yeah. Prince in that size of a room, even at that time, would have been. Mm-hmm. amazing like he yeah. had just i think opened for the rolling stones a couple years ago like in stadiums and stuff i mean imagine thinking 300 people watching your stuff is just not enough <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that too but like the the club owner in purple rain is just like the kid doesn't have it yeah <laughs> for like most of it and then it has to play like purple rain <laughs> and then they're like and then he's what? like you know what maybe maybe he's got some stuff in it. it's like purple really it, it, he's it's still a little purple. gay though but <laughs> <laughs> but, still uh, still raising some eyebrows yeah <laughs> yeah oh cool yeah um there, there's some amazing performances that in that prior to him busting out purple rain mm-hmm. was where you would be like all right yeah yeah he's good <laughs> I don't know. He he's just one of those folks. Like even then, even then, obviously hindsight twenty twenty. Like we get. It, I understand. But like even then, like that person like walks in the room and you're just like, that's someone. That's gotta be someone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. like this. Uh, this is a unique energy. Yeah. Like nobody's feeling this way, and there hasn't been a yeah, lot of yeah. people who have. Yeah. And it's it's a yeah. It's a, it's like star power, but like to the nth degree you know it's yeah like, um yeah. did you were did you see his uh super bowl halftime performance yeah the the best super di- super bowl ever halftime show that, of all time yeah i mean you're not gonna top that yeah Ra- it rained yeah how yeah. is it gonna rain that's nice that god does that huh? how how's it gonna be it's oh, gonna be raining <laughs> how is it gonna be yeah, um, you could yeah you that was yeah that was incredible um, I I saw I saw Prince at the Civic Arena in like 2003 or something. Cool. In like nosebleed seats and whatever, but like yeah, and one of the best shows I've ever. And the seen. Civic Arena, let alone uh, later the Mellon Arena. Yeah. 
That died not like super. Oh, was it Melon Arena by then? I can't. Two thousand three. It was always the Civic Arena to me. So yeah, but I want to say it was Melon Arena then. Actually, yeah. It, it well, it was our that was hockey on the tail end of arena. It was our hockey complex for the record, yeah. and we didn't blow that up. We took it down piece by piece, <laughs> uh, unlike Three Rivers, where we were just like. We'll yeah, you know what up. we got to do? <laughs> We're going to blow Three Rivers up. Yeah. yeah, I love blowing Three Rivers up and talking about that. But Melon Arena led such a slow death because piece by piece you drive yeah, by yeah. and you'd see part of it removed. You're like, oh, that's still there. <laughs> it was like you it, – it just felt like a dissection of a huge – yeah entity that you had to watch yeah you're like what what they put this building out of its misery (laughs) (laughs) isn't there a kinder way to do this (laughs) and it's just a parking lot now for the new yeah and they they were like we're gonna redevelop this of course and they were like "Eh, uh, i don't know (laughs) a couple decades later i feel like it's it's time to shit or get off the pot folks Uh, (laughs) like they're like you know what if we just put asphalt here and charge like 30 bucks to park I mean, that's what the yeah they've been doing. <laughs> so I didn't win this week. I um, mean, it was a, an impressive showing. I Thank would say. you. Yes, and I'm new to this. Uh, Eisenhower trivia: Not everyone's strong. <laughs> yeah, and uh, is so we've said it all night at Frankenpins on Instagram. Buy some pins. Uh, do you have any vending events coming up this holiday season, or um, is it into next year any yet? Yeah, I'm gonna do on uh, the twenty on November twenty seventh. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, uh, I'm going to do the East End Brewing Crafts and Drafts. Um, they're going to be brewing up the drafts. I'll be bringing some crafts along with some other folks. Um, so that one's going to be nice. That's the 27th of November. And then on the 11th of December, I'm hoping to do the Holiday Queer Craft Market, but I haven't applied yet, but I'm probably do that after we tape this as our applications open yeah they just opened them today okay so we gotta do it we got yeah like we're gonna hang up on the podcast (laughs) yeah yeah because i saw the june event was lit yeah the june event was was lit and i didn't know applications open so we have to do this maybe we'll both be at december 11th craft market so i mean but yeah thank you for being a part of the show thank you for having me for bringing the pins Um, and everybody else get roached.